This is episode 22 of the Gamer Sushi Show. This week, we revisit Dragon Age 2, discuss Crisis 2, Demon Souls, Mass Effect 2, and play Over Under. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Podcast. I'm Eddie. I'm Anthony. I'm Jeff. I'm Mitch. And I'm Nick. And this is episode 23 of the podcast, one of the boring podcasts, because there's no special thing associated with this one, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What's 23. the next like milestone? At 25, Yeah, we get lower insurance. You know, yeah. I was going to say 25, you can rent a car. I don't think you can rent a car. T- I mean, 27, you can rent a car, right? I think you can do it before then. I think I rented a car when I was 25. Oh, okay, okay. For my birthday. <laughs> no, I'm blank. I think that's, <laughs> that's the weirdest we thing, by the way. It's like that 25. Is rent a car cool before then it's like you're terrible but at 25 yeah. <laughs> we, trust you now. we trust you with a vehicle that is not your own right yeah so yeah that's pretty much it we're gonna start rolling on some topics here in a second i do want to bring up real quick um i wanted to do a post about this today but i was a little you preoccupied did. hey it was my last day of work it was a it was a big day for me but um oh yeah congratulations was, to eddie yay. Thanks, eddie. Yay. starting a new Oh, no, he's retired. Sorry. Yeah, I wish I was retired. <laughs> my insult was just an excuse for you to bring up the fact that today was your last day. So Okay, okay. Yeah, there was a plan. Yeah. Well, no, but I was going to, I wanted to do a post about uh, Duke Nukem Forever got delayed, which I think is <laughs> the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do a post of just, of, of like Duke Nukem Forever, but just with a caption of destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Duke Nukem. <laughs> Delayed. Now they're just fucking with us. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, it was funny. When I saw it posted somewhere, it was not joking. Had yeah. to be in parentheses, like... Not yeah. joking. <laughs> yeah, like, not jo- Like, no, it actually was. Because, like, at this point... Headline is like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, at this point, you're like, yeah, sure, it's delayed, whatever. But you're like, no, no, really, it, it was. <laughs> Sorry. It's the most sexist delay. So sexist. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Slap the, don't even get started on that topic. I did. Slap I did like my ass. stupid comment to try to dispel the argument. <laughs> Duck Nukem and Duck his quacking. Nukem. And his quacking. Yeah. Well, what did you say after that, Mitch? You were saying something about like how a game about a sexist duck, and I was like, then it would be Howard the Duck the game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah. So he was just horny. Yeah, he might have been a little sexist. I haven't he seen the movie a- in a long time. There was a sub. To, yeah, don't go back and try to watch it again. Let me tell you that it's terrifying. That George Lucas, mm-hmm. he yeah, produced it. it. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. And he yeah. just produced it. He liked the comic book, so he was like, "Oh, let's just make this new movie." I actually have Howard the Duck comic books from from back in the day. The original. I was gonna say yeah, the movie because I was gonna say you're dead to me, but comic books don't allow. No, no, are they, I don't, are they I, worth I, anything? Uh, I don't. Maybe I think my my dad bought them um, when they first came out and he kept them because he thought they were going to be worth money, but I don't know if they are <laughs> really, I haven't checked in a long time. He has a bunch of old, uh, fantastic four and X-Men and stuff like that too. Very cool. Your dad's a baller. Yeah. He yeah. Is. Your dad's pretty awesome. Can he be my dad? I like him too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask him <laughs> next time I see him. <laughs> I like the ta- I like the course of conversation we've taken with Jeff's dad. However, I feel it is time to move on to video games. <laughs> nice. That's I don't know if nice. I I don't know if I dropped a nice earlier. I think I might have a second ago. I did sneak one into the last podcast. Let's pause the podcast and rewind it and find out. <laughs> rewind, find out. <laughs> Give him shit. 
yeah. In terms of actual video game news, there hasn't been a whole lot uh, going on except that Dragon Age 2 has come out. Uh, I don't want to talk about it for too long because I believe when we did the last one, Mitch, were you playing it or had I think you had reviewed it already? No, no, no. I had just started playing it. Okay, yeah, that's right. We had both. Just it was kinda... it was two weeks ago. Okay, yeah, that's right. We didn't do one last week. Yeah, someone got a little busy and forgot that so we had yeah, a podcast. Someone had a life. Yeah, well, manners. That was manners. He has yeah. a beard. His name is. <laughs> I, I have a beard. I have a beard. <laughs> beard oh, yeah, cast. everyone's got a beard. <laughs> I can't grow a, grow a beard. beard. You're Hispanic. You, Come on, or Harry. Could you grow like a, a skeezy mustache? Maybe oh, it would take a while. Jen oh, has started. It. Start it. That's your she's new totally job. Totally forbade it. <laughs> started at my new job. Yeah, just well, be, like, I, see how long it takes. I was like, gonna be like Eddie, uh, you need to do something about this, or we're gonna let you go. <laughs> That's what I did. I grew a beard once I started my new job. They, nice. they were fine with it because I see. I Harry feel like if I feel like if I ever was able to like write a write books for a living and I didn't have to like go and see people in public like, I think I would just let it go for like a month just to see what happened but it would probably just be like really nasty scratch yeah, I let mine go for months it wasn't it wasn't pretty yeah and okay been, so we've I've gone forbade uh, by Markel to not ever shave it so <laughs> nice oh oh okay. oh everybody drink I like I like this path of conversation from Duke Nukem to Duck Nukem to Howard the Duck to Jeff being our dad to, to just <laughs> that being ever <laughs> new subject Jeff being our dad okay Let's talk about dad. something else yeah. <laughs> Jeff's dad being our dad I think we're going to move along straight into Dragon Age 2 Mitch you reviewed it uh you gave it a B it was a I B did. right it was a B it was a B right, right? <laughs> Yeah, it was an A for about 15 minutes, but that was a mistake, and then it became a B. Do you have any comments on that, or are you just going to leave it? I'm just, I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> oh, I, re- I really liked it when I reviewed it. I loved it, and then the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, yeah, it's a B. Yeah, we gave Mitch a hard time about that for anyone. Like kind of five place. people told me, like, wow, really, A? Well, it's because the way you wrote the review made it sound like a B, and then I got to the end, I was like, oh, he gave it an A, because of the way you had written about it. Well, pardon me for trying to be a critic. Yeah, I always <laughs> try to guess uh, the grade bef- like when I'm reading it, or even before I read it, I'm like, all right. And then I start to get a feel, and I'm like, okay, I think I know what it's going to be. And that's the, the, I think that's the first one on Gamer Sushi that I've been like, oh, okay, that went a different way than I thought. Yeah. Well, you th- did you think I was going to give Epic Mickey a better score? No. Because yes. my review was glowing. <laughs> <laughs> and then every once in a while you go to IGN just so you know for sure what's going to happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, go, <laughs> yeah. I actually go to IGN just to see if they give it a 9. And if they don't give anything a 9, I'm really upset. I'm I like, go there to <laughs> see the 9.8s. And the 9.9s and the 9.7s. Well, no, the last few games, what, Crisis 2 was a Mm 9, Dead Space 2 was a 9, something else Mm -hmm. was a 9 recently. It wasn't Dragon Age 2 because it was below 9. I was like, oh, God, this game sucks. Like, kill (laughs) it. Yeah, Yeah, they they give everything a 9 these days. That's just the same. That's the starting grade. Mm -hmm. But anyway, uh, back to Dragon Age 2. Um, Mitch has kind of written his his thoughts about it. I really liked the game, but it definitely ends um, poorly. Pretty. Yeah, it definitely ends poorly compared to the rest. I feel like the first two acts are great, and really they probably could have ended it at the second act. That's always uh, a great sign when someone says they should have ended the game halfway through. 
Well, the first two acts were a lot longer. I think the first two acts took me, okay. I think, 31 or 32 hours, and then the final act took me about eight. Um, I've definitely, yeah. I've read that the middle of the game is definitely the strongest part. Yes, you act, two is, act two is great. Yeah, Act 2 is really good. It makes me wish they had switched it around <laughs> and ended it with Act. You know, like, if they were going to do anything, put the stuff that ended the game in Act 2, and then, you know, um, they would have taken a lot of more than just a little sw- shuffling around. But I really felt like the Act 2 stuff was really... All the Kunari stuff is the strongest stuff in the game, um, dealing with that. But yeah, it it's... um it. I know part of my part of my worries about it, and Anthony had kind of sent us an email of one of his friends that had the same worries about it, that the first game was so nuanced in his conversations and stuff, and that everything was what well, we talked about, how we liked the gray uh, morality a whole lot, which we've said kind of numerous times on the podcast. Um, they do oversimplify it, but at the same time, um, it takes away the word they do take away the worry of like crap well if i do the way if i play the game the way i want to play it am i going to lose like my only healer you know you don't have to worry about that quite as much um and you can respect your characters if you do end up losing someone that that you like a lot you can respect on the fly pretty much if you buy a certain item um to make someone a healer that maybe wasn't but um but yeah they they do fix a lot of things but they take care of some things they didn't really need it to take care of because the game was a little simple in terms of its morality and by the end of it I was just like you know like I feel like and maybe this is great an example of great morality I just didn't like it but by the end of it I know Mitch you felt the same way like you're supposed to pick one of two sides and I'm like you know both sides are stupid I don't want to pick either but if I don't pick either then I'm not going to get an achievement yes <laughs> you know like that's or what the game's it's all not, about well no but like it's not I even know, just the achievement but you're not the game's not even going to end the way you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to get this strong of an ending if you don't go full tilt one way or the other. Right. Because Bioware games don't really... That's one thing that I did like about Fallout 3 was that they did design it for someone that plays neutral also. Yeah. Um, you know, there were there were awards and story things associated with that, but in Bioware games, you have to go... You know, you... <laughs> you have to go full retard, essentially. Yeah, it, do, it, doesn't <laughs> behoove, it doesn't behoove you to toe the line. Yeah, exactly, which that's what I wanted to do in Dragon Age 2 because I was like, you know, both of y'all are stupid. But yeah. Well, the, can I say that, uh, the, that the whole uh, neutral thing reminded me that I remember the very first time I played KOTOR and Jolie Bindo being neutral yeah. was so, it felt like such a fresh idea to me. It was so cool, yeah. Yeah, like I just, I, I thought that, that they did something really, really awesome there. And I wish, I feel like they've kind of gone away from that, like... I, w- I kind of wish that they would kind of they would go back to that, like in the first Dragon Age, we talked about the kind of gray area. Um, See, um, I agree. I I haven't played this yet, so I'm speaking totally out of my rear end. But I feel like, um, like like you said, Eddie, like they took away the worry of losing a party member. But I feel like they could. There's a middle ground that they could have done. You know what I mean? Like they could have yeah. done this sort of same nuanced gray with, but you don't have to worry about losing a party member, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, well, you could think, still respect. Like there, yeah. there is a, um, you know, there are some people who are really upset about the changes they've made from Dragon Age 1 to Dragon Age 2. Um, there's a middle ground. They didn't have to do quite everything they did in changing it, is what I mean, to make it so much like every other Bioware game, I mean. But that's yeah. just me talking completely on my rant. Like, there, there's, there, it's not like it has to be like Dragon Age or it has to be like Dragon Age 2. There's a middle ground, is what I'm saying. Well, I think part of the issue is that what they did was. I think they stripped a lot of the replayability out. Like 
the first Dragon Age, like within the first few hours, I knew like, holy cow, this game is going to be really different if you play it from other angles. Right. Um, part of that was because of all the origin stories, but like I know the Human Warrior, one of the main bad guys in the game is is introduced in the Human Warrior thing. Whereas if you play from somebody else, you would have never met that bad guy, and the game takes a totally different course. Um, and so they and as and things are fairly linear in Bioware games; they just do a good job of masking them. Um, but the first Dragon Age really did have a lot of variation um, along that way. But Dragon Age 2 has hardly any variation. Like, I realized pretty early on, it's like, no matter what I pick, this is what's going to happen. You know, you and think that's probably because they, I mean, they did it in such a shorter time, I would think, right? I mean, how yeah, long did it maybe. take them to make the first Dragon Age? Uh, like, it's like a couple seven years, years, right? <laughs> yeah. Seven. And this one came out, like, uh, what, a year and a half, two years later? Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, I think that that was some of it. But I mean, it's a it's a great game. I love I loved when I was playing it. Like that's the thing is, um, you know, kind of like like a like how I would give Wolverine a B, even though it was a game that I had a blast playing it because a B is still a great game. But yeah, just it it does suffer from a few issues, but it's still fun. And if you like Dragon Age, it feels like Dragon Age, even though it's got some of the stuff stripped out of it. And as much as there's stuff stripped out of it, there's a lot of stuff that is better. So it's kind of a, a tricky one, but I still loved the game. It Do you just, think it'll be one of those that, as you, you know, we talk about this, like games that time passes and you look back on, you're like, wow, I really loved that game. Do you think it'll like be FF that? Or do you think it'll be like, rain. yeah, or do you think it'll be one of those where you look back and you'll be like, eh. It's, it's, that's hard to say because I feel like um, one of the things that Dragon Age 2 does really well, which at first I remember, I, I think I mentioned the podcast that I was kind of concerned about was that it was a smaller story. But actually, by the end of it, I was like, I really like that this is a small story because it's, it's so much more personal than the first Dragon Age. Mm. You, know, you know how like in Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, you feel a really close connection with Shepard and his yes. crew. Like This is like, wow, because you have a family in this game and you feel really close to the events of this guy's family and rebuilding his family's honor and like doing all this stuff and giving him a home in the city. And it's, I really liked that aspect of it. I liked that it really focused on one thing. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to playing it as soon as I finish Dragon Age one. So. One thing I was going to say is that um, I know we talked about this, Eddie, where one of the things I think we both loved about the first game was uh, it felt like there was so many big decisions and whether they were big or not big, like in retrospect at the big. time, they felt huge and like. I remember yeah. like calling you and being like, I don't know what to do. Like, I felt like the whole game hinged on this decision <laughs> yeah. that I make in hour 10. Who do I you know what I'm not? There's not decisions like that in Dragon Age 2. Oh, that's kind of upsetting. Pretty much okay. every decision you get to is kind of like, you know what? This is going to end in one way. <laughs> okay. I mean, would you agree with that, Mitch? Sorry, I'm kind of talking a lot. I mean, you've already, you know. I've said my piece on Dragon Age 2, so this is kind of your time to talk. But no, no, I feel like the game definitely had like it was it was a very like I don't want to say linear, but I guess there's no not really a better word for it. It was kind of like a linear, uh, but a series of linear choices. Like I love that there that's wasn't a bad any... word now. It's not bad, <laughs> well, but it's it's different. You know what I mean? It's just different no, no. But I I feel like it has a, a connotation to it in in today's gaming world. Perhaps like, you oh, mean linear. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Perhaps Sorry. you mean yeah. like, going. Binary choices, like just either or, is that the um, way it was? Like you just like there's only one of two things you can do here. Pretty much, um, 
the mostly my comment was towards it's like that it doesn't re- really feel like there's anything game changing i mean like you know the game is going to end up a certain way because sort of because it was how it was teased before like you know like you know you end up as the champion of kirkwall yeah and like the game just sort of sort of goes this is how you get there and i guess in between it whether you're like a nice guy or a jerk is kind of up to you but there yeah like you said binary i guess is a good way to put it go me we should do fill in the blank again i'm using the words <laughs> But yeah, so it's 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 a good game, and I think I, I think for anyone that just liked the feel of Dragon Age, I think they I think they would really like it. Um, do you yeah, see yourself putting your uh, Do you see yourself putting it on your uh, top ten of the year at the end of the year? Um, probably not, considering what's okay. coming out. You okay. know, yeah, I feel I I think that's a good question, but I feel like it's still too early to ask that. Yeah, yeah I know, bit. I know. Obviously, but Mass I mean, Effect it's Two, like, I knew was going on. Dragon yeah. Age Two, I'm kind of. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You know, I. I'm trying to think of even like, you know, top five for this year. Would it break it <laughs> for, what, for what I've already played? You know, oh, wow. Okay. But that's just yeah, it, some good games this year. Yeah, exactly. But it is really fun. And I think anyone that liked the first should play it for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm just curious to see where they go with three. Last question about it. Mm-hmm. Did they mass affect it? Yes and no. That's not good enough. <laughs> That's t- this is Dragon Age two. We're t- binary choice: yes or no. One or zero, Eddie. One or zero. Yes, no, or sarcasm. That's how Dragon Age lets you talk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's that's yeah. Dragon Age two's choices. Shrug. Indifferent. Yeah. So, I mean, what would you think, Mitch? I'd say so that's the yes. Thing we've been talking about for several no. podcasts. Is are they going to mass affect Dragon Age two? Yes. Yeah, it, it comes up. It, it definitely came up like w- at least once a month back last year. But yeah. I'd say yes more than no. I don't even remember what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> Just that that they would streamline it, or that they would make it. Um, they, they would focus on one character and turn your character into a shepherd. You know, yeah. Instead of just like you know the the character, that they would turn it into fantasy Mass Effect, basically. Yeah. yeah. That they would that the combat would be the, like simplified. The dialogue wheel and you know. Yeah. No inventory. Streamline it and casual it. Not casual it, but streamline it a lot. You know. Yeah, I guess I, I, I have a hard time seeing the problem with that. I mean, I, obviously... No, it's, I still, it's not necessarily a problem. Well, it's not necessarily a problem, but I mean, for some people who, like, let's say, like the first Dragon Age and the way it felt right, like right, a right, PC right. RPG, that, yeah. that can piss some people off. Right, because that's kind of how I felt. I loved that it was... Yeah. Like, I miss... And I know it's not for everybody, and I know that maybe it doesn't make for a better game. But for me personally, to be selfish for a second, like, yeah, I w- kind of wanted like this epic, complex, deep fantasy game with dragons. You wanted, you, know, like a, you wanted a game that kept up with the spirit of Baldur's Gate, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think I managed to miss miss playing those kind of kind of games. Like, I, I never really like. <clears throat> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't experience them at a formative age. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. So they they aren't as close to my heart. Like I. I, I never played those games either, but I just always wanted to. So. <laughs> Dragon Age was this my is chance. Probably a better business move for Bioware. So I. Yeah. You know, it's probably a better. So business. we can blame EA then. No, I'm joking. Because <laughs> that's what everybody's doing anyway. Yeah. But I think I don't. I don't think it was a bad game. I think people that are acting like it's a terrible game are just. I think they're overreacting. It's still fun. Well, that, that's yeah. what that's what gamers do. They yeah. anything that might be slightly like eh. Like I heard somebody on like Call of Duty Black Ops the other day talking about Killzone Three, and was like that game was so terrible. And I was like, I don't think it was probably terrible, but that's just <laughs> how gamers talk. You know what I mean? Like it's everything's yeah. like amazing or the worst thing ever. Well, yeah. What was the chart that was like? Um, uh, 
movie scores on Metacritic or whatever that like, you know, like 80%. Oh, that's that's a pretty good movie. I'll go see it. 70%. Oh, it must, might be a fun movie. I'll go see it. But for gamers, it's like 80%. That game is terrible. Yes. Worst game ever. My God. Yeah. That's, that studio needs to close. Yeah. So I like that we've talked about Dragon Age 2, but I think <laughs> it's probably time to move on to either Demon's Souls or Crisis 2. Whoever wants to roll first. Roll for an initiative. Twenty-seven, thirty, twenties. What? No, you can't roll a twenty-seven, bro. There's no modifiers. Yeah, there is, dude. I'm a human, so I get a plus on my initiative rolls. <laughs> okay, Mitch goes because he's nerdier. <laughs> okay, yeah, I actually have to give that to Mitch. Okay, Mitch wins. Yes. But awesome. Kind of loses. Critical strike. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. So yeah, I've been playing. Uh, so I've been I've been playing some Crisis Twos. Uh, I've played it on both the 360 and the PC. It looks like, okay, this is maybe kind of obvious, but it looks really good, even running on the 360. Like, it is probably the, it is the best-looking game console game that I've played without um, hesitation. I thought you kind of were, like, kind of lukewarm on the, the demo. Did you play it some more and start to like it, or did you just... No, the, the demo, demo was a multiplayer demo, right? The demo, yeah. Uh, the, the demo was multiplayer. I Okay, let me just let me just talk about multi since, you know, because of the demo. I hate Crisis, Crisis 2's multiplayer. I played it some on the retail build, and it's just like, it's just Call of Duty. I really don't like it. <laughs> like, the original Crisis was more like Battlefield. It was like more open map, so you could use your suit in like varying ways, and this is more like you run around a corner, and if you're you run into a guy with armor on and you don't have armor on, you'll die. Or if you run around a corner and there's a stealth guy, you'll die. It's just a series of, it's just like little small arenas. It just feels exactly like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really a fan of that. The single player was, was actually really played. cool. It was fun when we played, but that was on PC right. and I played it a couple more times and then I was just like, eh. Okay. They, they, they codified it. But yeah, the single player is awesome. Like, they kind of like the, I don't know. None of you guys played the original Crisis, right? Right. Okay, so basically, the original Crisis is you're dropped off in kind of like this big sandbox area, and you had to navigate your way around. What they did for Crisis Two is they kind of shrunk it into like a series of connected sandboxes, kind of like Halo. So they give you like a wide open battlefield that you have to like pick your way around, but because you have the nano suit, you can take different ways. Like you oh, that's can. Cool. Yeah, you can armor up and grab a turret, or you can stealth and run around behind guys and like stealth kill them. So like for the first scene, for the first couple scenes, I kind of felt like I was being hunted. So I'm like, well, I'm gonna do a bit of role play and I'm gonna stealth around. So like for the first couple sandboxes, I just went into stealth mode and killed everybody from stealth and didn't get caught once. And I'm like, this is pretty awesome. So just the fact that it can, it gives you your the kind of choice the way you want to tackle encounters instead of like making you do it one way I think is pretty interesting um, like I said it looks gorgeous like I can't get over how good this game looks seriously like you guys need to rent it and try it at least just for the visuals like that's I how I want to see it um, I, I did have to laugh because I know the first achievement in the first achievement called but can it run crisis yes <laughs> which is a very clever achievement title yeah, the engine the engine runs really well on the 360. Um, what it does differently than a lot of engines, like a lot of other games, that kind of have that muddy brown filtered look. Um, but in Crisis, like the lighting is really like I would describe it as aggressive because like every scene is outdoors, it lush. It is lush. Is it crisp? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I wouldn't say is crisp. it vivid. Is it imaginary? Is it uh, cinematic? Cinematic is lasers. It, is, is it lasers? Is it lasers? Is it shiny? Is it yes. immersive? That's yes. the new word. That's the new that is, big that, word. That, I should have included that in my review. Yeah, feature. I was gonna. I was yeah, gonna immersive. post. But yeah. How immersive is your game? That started with gears, I think. I think so. Sorry. Yeah, but Go. yeah, no, no. Um, this engine's really well optimized, so it can produce some like it. It produces some really cool stuff. Like you kind of get the sense that like some of it is trickery. Like there's definitely some stuff that looks like there's this one part in the game where the bridge collapse, and like you're supposed to think that the bridge is collapsing in real time, but it kind of looks like they just played like a uh, like a pre-rendered scene. If you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, just little little tricks. Dragon Age 2 does that a, a couple of points also. Yeah. The very beginning and the very end. And maybe a little bit in the middle of a couple places. But yeah. Yeah. So, no, the gameplay is also really cool. Like, it's it's a lot of fun. The AI is kind of brain dead, and, and I'm probably I'm doing the review on this, so I'll expand upon this. Um, but the AI is kind of brain dead, but the gunfights themselves are really fun just because of the nano suit, and also it has this first-person cover system, which I guess Killzone had something like that. But when you get behind a thing and you, you press the left bumper, it kind of gives you a prompt to like lean out. So that's just a really neat addition that I don't see a lot of first-person shooters do is just the kind of like being able to actively use cover instead of just crouching behind it and toggling crouch on and off when you want to stand up. Which Call of Duty needs so bad. <laughs> oh, Call of Duty. The new Battlefield needs to have something like that because it's going to feel so weird running around those like realistic, destructible environments if you can't take cover. But just that makes it different from other shooters out there that you can use cover in an engaging way so that alone makes it interesting to me i'm easy to please though <laughs> so yeah nice. that's pretty much all i got on crisis yeah. unless you guys uh, have A Q&A for me but well do you have a preference of pc or 360 um right now 360 just because i've got easier access Traitor. to it <laughs> <laughs> well no one of the things i've heard about crisis 2 and i kind of agree with it is this isn't crisis coming this isn't uh consoles coming to pc it's the other way around this still feels like a pc game even on consoles and i'm probably gonna get shit for saying that but it still feels like a pc game it's interesting which is yeah which is very interesting like there's still there's still a bit of awkward stuff like you can upgrade your nano suit and your guns and the way to do that is very pc like you've got to open up a menu and fool around with that a and menu? You oh, no. <laughs> this game. Well, no, you can just tell it'd be easier if you had a keyboard, right? Right. Like, it's it's one of those things. Yeah. No, I know, but you know how, like, all these people freak out about menus now? Yeah. That game. Done with it. <laughs> Since I'm done with that game, I'm going to transition over to Demon's Souls real quick, because that's what Anthony's been playing a lot of, and I'm actually hoping to start that this weekend. Good. I hope you start it, because I'm going to... If you start it, I have, by the way beaten demon souls which means i'm an awesome gamer and i go into the hall of fame and um so if you do it then i will start a new game plus so i can either help you as a blue phantom or fuck up your day as a black phantom yeah i was gonna say or troll me (laughs) yeah just a little bit so um yeah it's the game like you know you like it's not one of those games like you can like not pay attention to because every time i did i literally would get my ass kicked and die or fall into a pit and um there was like anytime I would be at a boss and I would die, I would want to rush to get back to the boss and I would rush and I would end up getting killed by like the lowliest enemy on the limit on the level. So, you know, you, you have to focus, but 
um, what what that ends up doing is when you do beat a boss, like like I said an email to you guys, like sometimes I would just slump down in exhaustion, like like Maximus at the end of Gladiator, and just be like, oh, thank God that's over with. Um, but uh, after you beat a boss, do you feel like a boss? Yeah, like well, a boss. The, the one thing I sent you uh, guys an email if you um. If you drop the the red eye stone, which is what allows you to invade other people's games, if you do it in the Tower of Latria and somebody online somewhere is about to face the final boss of that world, you actually take the place of that final boss and you fight him instead. What? So, yeah, that's cool because the final boss fight is just against another like like you know another like an, if if you if it's against the AI, it's just against another character. It's not like it's not like some big giant demon or anything. It's just against like a monk basically who punches and kicks you. Um, so you replace him and instead you fight with that, you fight as that, not as that guy, but you fight in his place, you know, with your weapons and stuff like that. So I actually fought somebody as their boss battle and I beat them. So that was kind of awesome. <laughs> but once you, you, the only time you have to worry about getting invaded is when you have your body. And the only way you get your body is if you beat another person that's invaded your game or if you beat a boss and then when you die, you lose your body. But, uh, I beat a boss and then I went to another level to like level up. Here, here's a quick pro tip. The There's four worlds, and the fourth world, and you can play them in any order, is called the Shrine of Storms. Never go in there if you have your body, because that's where people go to invade your game and mess up your life. Like, I was in there, and like within five minutes of entering that level, somebody invaded my game, and I managed to kill him. And then five minutes later, somebody else invaded my game, and he beat the shit out of me. <laughs> like, he actually made me lose a level so where I couldn't use my shield as effectively because my attributes went down. I don't know how he did it, but I'm really mad at about him. I'm really mad at him still. But what was fun is um, like when we fought, like me and this guy, like it, it, it was like 15 minutes. It took 15 minutes for us to kill each other because we like would hit each other and like, you know, hold our shields up and circle around and heal. And like by the end of it, I was exhausted. Like it, it was really, really fun. So the game is uh, it's 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 hard, but as you play it and you get into the groove of it and everything, it gets easier. By the end of it, I was like beating levels on the first try, um, which is really, really impressive. I never thought that would happen. Um, so you, you know, your character gets stronger and things get easier. So, and it's not like, um, like Oblivion where the enemies level with you, like enemies that once beat the crap out of you, you'll come back later and you'll, you'll kill them in one hit and you'll feel awesome doing it. So I'm sure that's very satisfying. <laughs> it, it is. There's this, there's in the first level, there's this thing called the red eye Knight, And, um, like he, you don't even mess with him on the first playthrough, for the most part. And um, then later on, I came back to him because I was trying to get. He, he guards like a locked door, and I had the key now. And so I, I killed him in two hits. And like I just sat there for a minute, like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you didn't think it was gonna be like that, did you? You know that kind of thing. I, I talked a lot of shit to the computer. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. so no, when you play looking- it, you will, you will like it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. I haven't played a game that difficult in a while, so we'll see how I yeah, and how this I deal is one, with it. Like, there's um, the online community is very like supportive because it's sort of one of these things like we're all in this together. Um, <laughs> yeah. So don't yeah. be afraid to go to like the Demon Souls wiki and look up stuff because I mean, there's some stuff in here you would never know otherwise. So like you're all you're all in the shit. It's yeah, like, like yeah. you know, like I told you, like you can leave messages for people, you know, using like pre-programmed, you know, like things that you can say. And um, like someone will say, like, there's a treasure just around the corner. And you're like, oh, cool. So you sort of recommend that person's message. And the next time that person logs in, they get, like, healed or something like that. 
Or if they're oh, playing nice. right then, they get like a little boost of energy right then, which can be helpful in a boss fight because you see like sometimes your message has been recommended and you're like, yay. Um, but sometimes someone will be like, lie to you and say, you know, oh, there's treasure here or take a step down and you expect to drop down to a safe ledge, but you end up dying. So you can say another message, be like, beware of false messages and stuff like that. So you can either like help other people or hinder them based on, you know, whatever mood you're in. And um, that kind of thing just is really helpful. So it's really good. It's I'm I'm very glad I gave it an S because I think it is an S game. Nice. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to jumping into it. So me too. I dropped a secret. Nice. It's not secret anymore. Whoa. I just outed myself. Nice. Sigh. Voice. That's what you need to say it like that or something. So <laughs> we like oh we, we just. Said, we just need to make some kind of like orchestral thing that you can play. <laughs> like <laughs> hold up your phone to the mic and just be like, da, 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 and then we know it's a trend. Like every time, every time I get a nice sound without anybody no- noticing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you I know, like a it. lot of podcasts actually do a, a musical transition. Like they'll just be talking and then music uh, yeah. will just come up and then like a song will play and then the song, well, not the whole song, but like a piece of a song will play. And then it'll like fade back into another conversation, and that's just right. how they do transition. Yeah, Tigerius like, does that. Yeah, Tigerius does do that. But we like to have Eddie say "nice" instead. Yeah, that's like our music. It's our music. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. Pavlov's bell. We're like, oh, we're gonna talk about something new. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, for any Web Zeros fans that come to our site, Tigerius is a pretty cool podcast. It's done by Bobby King. Yeah, done by Bobby King and the Hobo. Not as Bobby King, but yes. Know. That would be pretty incredible, though. That would be. <laughs> but yeah, I like that we're talking about Ty and Ty. Damn period. it! I was hoping you would say nice. I was waiting to pounce. I was like, but, what they're talking about? So I'm just gonna wait for a nice. But I'm gonna throw it over to Jeff. Who, Jeff? I guess we. I don't know. If we owe you an official apology, or we owe you a big <laughs> congratulations. Because yes. Jeff, oh no! I was I was speaking before this. Eddie beat Dragon Age. I beat Demon Souls, and Jeff beat. Mass Effect 2. Yay! I want like the. We should have got the balloons and stuff. <laughs> you know, you should see here. the grunt birthday party noise from when you headshot yes. the grunt. This is when you play the Final Fantasy victory thing. I actually. Oh, see- okay, that might actually go in. Okay. Or the sports. <laughs> you know. Oh, that's but that's beginning something, not ending something. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just in time so. for the DLC, yay! Well, yeah, I mean, that, that was part of it. But, I mean, I guess nobody really completely understood why I felt the need to, to hold off on playing it. Because <laughs> everybody just mocked me. Because you loved abuse? I, I, I felt like... Um, we, thought, we thought you were just slacking. No, I was making a conscious choice not to play it. It was a social decision. Seriously, no. Like I, I decided that I, I wanted to focus on finishing shorter games for a while, and then I just, you know, a lot of time went past a lot faster than than I even thought about it. Like, uh, I like looked a year. <laughs> well, no, I looked through my achievements. I I know a year went by. Uh, Life I is what happens ach- while you're busy playing other games. Yeah. So, like, most of the stuff I got was like I got a few things in January of last year, and a few things in March, and then I got like. 20 achievements on Saturday when I finished it. <laughs> like I like I actually have out of out of all of us on the cast, Mitch is the only one who has more achievements than me right now. Yeah, you passed me up. I, Makes me sad. 
and and I, I have a goal to get the last the last one that Mitch has in, in the DLC because <laughs> all it is there's there's one you get for combining uh, the powers uh, the biotic powers oh okay yeah and I read that apparently the best way to do that is to use warp warp and pull at the same time mm. so have yeah yeah so have one one character pull them and then the other warps them and then or like goes. lift and push is also yeah. a good one yeah, so stuff that's like opposing, apparently yeah. that works really well. So, so, so I guess the big question is how do you how do you feel about the game then? Now that you've played like yeah, the last half like of it, it, finished it, and layer the shadow broker and all that, and after so, one game of the year on Gamer Sushi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no pressure, so, but I mean, what do you think? Even, even though you guys made fun of me for putting it off so long, I actually loved that I got to play the best part of the game in like one marathon session. You know, well, that's like, what I, that's what I was saying to you because it was like man you got to experience like a ton of awesome stuff like yeah i think i think i actually you know i did all the the loyalty missions here and there and those were easy to to do like okay i'll play this for two hours and then i'll put it down you know i do like one loyalty mission i'm like okay i'm done for the night Uh, i'll set it aside but like literally what i did on saturday was i finished the i i and i did all the dlc so i did the the kasumi dlc i liked her miss her uh side mission yeah, no, it was interesting. Although it was like the the silliest heist ever. It's like, okay, we're gonna go into this vault and steal something, but we're just gonna walk around the party, you know, for a while until we figure it out and get lost and, and fuck with all his his stuff and no security. And have a firefight in his bedroom. Nobody notices. And he's just like chilling in his living room. Like I felt. I still like, haven't done that DLC. Yeah, I. It's, oh it's no, a, it's pretty good. No, it's worth it. I think actually all the DLC is worth the, the money, but I also read that it doesn't make sense if you play it after the game yeah. is finished. Yeah, that's all the DLC except Layer of the Shadow Broker. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's just kind of silly that you, you, you're like, all right, I'm going to steal from this guy and he's just going to stand there. And, I, and you could probably go talk to him. He knew I would kick his ass. It was, it was silly, but uh, it, it, was, it was worth it. And then the Overlord DLC was cool. It actually was kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, Overlord. What, like, yeah, those like weird sound effects when like the thing would like buzz in to talk to you and stuff. Well, yeah, no, every, I did not like that. Yeah, every time the computer guy pops in, he just like yells at you. Yeah, it would scare yeah. the shit out of me. <laughs> it was yeah, but that was cool. But uh, no, it was it was a really awesome like build to a crescendo there at the end. And so yeah, no, I, I feel like I actually picked the ideal time to to finish it because. Um, I kind of wanted to get over. I, I felt like it was a little bit over hyped in my mind, so I wanted to kind of let that settle down and, and approach it as, as fresh as I could. Yeah, I guess um, you had four assholes emailing you every day telling you. How yeah, exactly. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to name names, but <laughs> you know who we are. Some people thought that I needed to play it. Um, Did you play as a renegade or a paragon? A paragon. I was mean, <laughs> dude, I, I, I don't. <laughs> I I'm generally joking. play. I generally play games as the paragon. That He's like, I'm first, not Eddie. I don't play games. As that totally. was the first game I played as a renegade, and actually, oh man, I loved it. Like I was like, oh, I'm a space jerk. I love this. So the one thing, <laughs> like, you know, the the new feature in two with the where you can hit a trigger and do uh, oh, an action. Do I know it. <sighs> yeah, the interrupt. The in, the interrupt thing, and yes, that big sigh was for you, Anthony. <laughs> the interrupt thing, I actually think is kind of a dud. Because what's the I think choice? it's a dud if you play like a, a dork. 
it's awesome if you throw people out of w- windows and, and you yeah, punch a female reporter in the face. Oh yeah, it's but worth. that's the thing when you know that's the kind of stuff that's going to happen. Yeah, you'll do it every time. I wish I didn't know what was going to happen, and after that, I was like, I can't wait to press it some more. Like, no, but they, 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 See, I did it for even the good stuff because I was like, "Oh, what's he gonna do? Oh, he's hugging him." There, there, reporter. That's okay. No, there's no choice there. It's just like, ooh, you know, I, I, I'm a, a it's Twitch. Yeah, yeah. It's you're a Twitch. You're like a, a a mouse with a button that gets you food. Just like, oh yeah, I'll push that button. No, I like. There's no, but there's no moral choice there. It's just like, oh, yeah, all right, sure, let's see what happens. Well, you can um, choose to not do it, Jeff. But yeah, I would. I would rather have had both a renegade and a paragon option for interrupt simultaneously at the same time. Yeah, I actually agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, no, but, no, there's, I agree. But at the same time, I, I actually, I was with everybody. Like, even though I went like really, really paragon, I did every renegade action because I just wanted to see it. <laughs> Well, no, there was there was one time where it's like uh, on the Thane loyalty mission, there's like a, a street urchin and, and a renegade thing comes up. And I'm like, I'm not going to like the poor. I'm not going to like assault the poor kid because he's not giving me enough information. Like there were definitely times yeah, where I. De- yeah, it was good. It's a tough galaxy, Jeff. You got to know how to how to mold it. No, there were times where I definitely did not feel like doing the interrupts. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I just I, I, I thought that those could be more interestingly done the other funny thing was that like the the final boss battle in the main game the the characters oh, yeah. the characters is just like why does it look like a human that's so weird and they they give some like bullshit sci-fi explanation i was like it looks like a human because they thought it looked like a cool boss <laughs> yeah the game designers were like let's make it look like a big fucking terminator skeleton or if you work for what is it ubisoft it's because it's a uh, or thq i'm sorry if you work for thq it's because it's a sci-fi cliche mm. Yeah, um, I yeah, act- it's really because it looks like a Terminator. Jeff's right. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> and I, mean, I, I actually do think the boss battle was better than the first game. Like the first game's boss battle is just like, all right, so Saren's crawling around at me. That's eh, whatever. Um, and then, and then, in the shadow of the broken, I don't know why I just made that noise. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. So, <laughs> you sound like the the fish from uh, the Wind Waker. <laughs> all right then. <laughs> The one that you would like go and like find the map piece. You'd like I guess put I never, food never, down. Or never mind. Whatever. I played part of it, but I never played much of it. Um, go ahead. No, the story. boss. Actually, my favorite boss battle was the uh, midway boss in the shadow of the. Layer the, the shadow broker. Layer the shadow, shadow of the layer broker. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, like you wouldn't think just a the the um, woman just like running around and and teleporting all over the place would be cool but it was actually oh, really yeah, that that actually was really fun yeah um, forgot the, and, and actually like the final boss i was just kind of like eh, you know he was cool i guess but not as not as cool as that but yeah no it was it was a really intense dlc and i would say you know the enslaved dlc was actually a really hard like uh, act to follow for a lot of stuff I, I guess i'm the only one that actually played the enslaved dlc but that yeah. was a really really good expansion um, this was at least as good as that. So, yeah, I'm really excited for the arrival DLC next week. It is kind of strange that you play as only Shepard with none of your party members. Mm-hmm. But it seems like this one, like whereas Larry the Shadowbroker is meant to be the epilogue of Mass Effect Two, it seems like Arrivals seems more like it's going to be a bridge over to Mass Effect Three. But, yeah, well, 
I didn't could be wrong they, like that. I I was looking at the post earlier and that there's like five missions. Yeah. And that the first one takes an hour to complete. And I'm like, really? It, there's no way that it's. I mean, do you think it could be five hours of content? Because that'd be kind of crazy. I that bet be that crazy. the missions kind of run quicker at the end. Like they just call them missions, but I bet they right. run together. Like there's probably one that's like go talk to these guys. <laughs> mm, <laughs> probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm definitely excited. Um, but yeah, I definitely wanted to make a, a, a point of, of getting that out of the way. And it, it just so happened that I was, I was in the right mood to play it. So it was good. I liked it. I'm excited. Yeah, part of me wishes I could go back to that time where I didn't know, where I didn't know what the game was like and I could sit down and play it again for the first time. I don't know if you guys ever wished that for games, but that's kind of how I feel with Mass Effect 2. For Mass sometimes. Effect 2, I've wished that. Because like that first experience of playing it was so fun. Like right when it came out that first week, and like yeah. Nick was at home playing it for like twelve hours that one that first day it came out or whatever. I don't know. I, what you're, I don't know what you're talking about. I was saying. at work with it sitting on my desk, and I hated you <laughs> so much. But then we would sit there and we would talk about it every night. Like I would call you and I'd be like, "Listen, so this happened, and then this happened, and then I don't know what's going on, and then this is really cool." Like, yeah, it's like a it's like a new love. It's all so fun at the beginning. Yeah. So I'm very excited about having that again with uh, some more of the Mass Effect 3. And Mass Effect 3. But yeah, that's how I felt a little bit during Dragon Age 2 also. You know, because my brother would come home and see me playing it. We would talk about what happened and stuff because he's also playing it. Interestingly enough, this is a brief aside. Um, I saw a list today. Um, what was it yesterday? I, don't know, I think I sent it to a couple of you guys, but it's what Japanese gaming developers, what they all named um, as like their favorite games. And it just goes through like, um, it just goes through like a whole bunch of them and like different games they work on. And then they list their favorite games. Interesting enough, I don't think a single one of them mentioned Mass Effect 2. Yeah. I guess because it's I was, super Western. But at the same time, a lo- they all loved Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead, which I thought was interesting. And they, and of course, Heavy Rain Heavy was Rain, by far the is, favorite. Which seems like a total game that a Japanese developer would love. Right, um, yeah. But I was surprised of, also by the amount of uh, iPhone games. A lot of, like, Cut the Rope and stuff. Infinity Blade was Infinity a couple Blade. of Infinity Blade, yeah. Um, but yeah, you see a lot of Heavy Rain. Um, some God of War 3 restaurant story from one dude. I don't even know what the heck that is. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Get out of the games business, guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's an iPhone game. I'm pretty sure I made that in game dev story. I don't <laughs> <laughs> a restaurant story. But yeah, it really does. It seems like Heavy Rain and Red Dead Redemption were a lot of favorites. Yeah, I'm seeing Red Dead all over the place here. Yeah, yeah. Red, Dead, Red Dead surprised me because it to me strikes. You know, Nick made the joke to me and Chad that it's such a Western game. You know, <laughs> oh, no pun God. intended. No, but, it's, but I love like, Mitch actually did a. <laughs> just, <laughs> I was disgusted. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm ashamed of you, sir. The Western setting aside, it's very Western in how it's and how it operates and plays. So it's surprising that they liked it so much. Well, yeah, because it's Western on playing. <laughs> but yeah, but Heavy Rain strikes me as a game. And what's interesting is that a lot of them said that it just seems like the kinds of games that the future that it's like a next gen adventure game. So I'd be curious to see what if you know what else they do. And I know that the director of Heavy Rain has said that he wants to prove that Heavy Rain wasn't a fluke. He's also come out and said that um, he's sick of playing. He's fed up with playing games with Space Marines. Kind of taking a shot at a few developers, <laughs> I guess. Like at Starcraft? Uh, well, that's Is half he... the industry right there. So Yeah, exactly. You pissed off everyone. Congratulations. 
But yeah, I'm really curious to see what they do next because the more it's, man, the more I think about Heavy Rain, the more I'm like, man, that was so fun. Yeah, I'm. I think is it now like like thirty bucks or maybe twenty five or something like that. I'd really want to like, you know, I sort of want to buy that again and play it. The only thing is, I'm afraid that I'm gonna make all the same choices I made before. Yes. You know? Yeah, because you liked it so much the first yeah. way. Well, th- that are. I don't really remember sometimes the certain things I did, but I may do it just because that's how I play the game. Like, oh, I will do that. Like, I didn't fail on any of the like like you know major events or anything, so I would have to like actually like lose on purpose to see something different you know what i mean yeah so i'd be like that'd be hard for me to do see when i when i failed i i actually restarted the checkpoint <laughs> i was like jeff I don't want... that's not how you're supposed to play the game i was like jeff. i don't want to do that <laughs> jeff, i actually did that at one point <laughs> i did that at one point near the end because i i was like i'm so close i just want to see I'm well so disappointed I, with everybody here maybe, hey, maybe, not me. Uh, well um, i didn't do it <laughs> I, I I don't remember if I read it somewhere or if you said it, Eddie, that like the best ending is one where everybody lives. And so I wanted to see the best ending. That, like I wanted to see the one that made the most sense. Yeah, I, I loved the second ending I got. Um, there was one other thing that I was going to say about Heavy Rain that I'm totally blanking on now. Jason. <laughs> oh, yes. Actually, that, that was it. Um, awesome. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't That's... That was crazy. Um, Best ever. Because David Cage was saying that, because part of the thing where he said he was sick of Space Marines, he was also saying that he wished that what game developers need to do is write stories that they know. Like write about things that they've experienced or have a tie to. Because he's like, people writing games haven't been in Vietnam. You mean like they haven't been in World War II? They haven't been in a Space Marine? Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that Hideo Kojima has not gone <laughs> to a nuclear yeah. base. Come on now. Are you well, saying that Hideo Kojima's dead? Over under, over under on Hideo Kojima sneaking into nuclear bases. How many nuclear bases? Maybe they sent him into the uh, over under the three. Uh, yeah. One hundred and ten percent. He doesn't go around taking dog tags from people. Is that what you're saying to me? He but doesn't um, hide he doesn't in boxes. In public. Well, because he, because David Cage said that the heavy rain came out of. One time, and it's interesting because I have mixed feelings on this on this little comment because he said that it came out of one time at a mall where he lost his son, and he said it was the most terrifying five minutes of his life because he could not find his son and he was yelling for his son and all that stuff, yeah. um, and that it and and that's kind of where the heavy rain story and the whole thing came from. It's funny because I think that that's one of the worst scenes in the game, <laughs> but yes. it's, it's cool that it spawned <laughs> this whole other know, thing. Yeah, whole, it grew yeah. from that. You know, so I take a slight issue with this comment, but at the same so time, I, it's like, I do you know, have to say that he they did convey the feeling of yes, uh, something of, bad is happening. Yeah, well, the the feeling of like powerless, like you you're powerless yes. to stop this, mm-hmm. like because you're like I'm you're really trying to get there, and like you just can't get there. And they, I feel like they convey that really, really well. Yes, yeah. I do say that. Well, the one, the one thing about like saying write what you know, that like that just seems like that. Does he want every game to be real, realistic drama about real life? I mean, well, no, but I think you can find. I mean, Heavy Rain is ridiculous. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah, story, no, but, it, it is. It isn't. Yeah, that, but, that he, took, yeah, but he, like, you know what I mean, he took a core of something you know, like same thing. And Mitch is going to make fun of me for bringing it up again. But Shadow of the Colossus is about losing someone, you know, and I wouldn't make fun well, of you for bringing well, that up. I mean, you, you made fun of me about it one time. You can one argue time. That, like, the, the, 
the people who wrote Shadow of the Colossus knew about loss, and so yes, that's what exactly. they wrote about. Then they approached it from a fantasy setting, like yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, I, I want to say yeah, I've I've read a couple authors who who've talked about that particular piece of advice, and the takeaway I got was that sometimes writing what you know means writing about you know swords and sorcery because that's what you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah you can you can like something that you know or something that's happened to you you know can bring up something like a theme or whatever and then you can put that into a different setting yeah, you know? put that yeah, so. put that into your space marine game and then it might touch yeah. a different now, spot you know? yeah, this end, just, are you sorry. saying that clip no are you saying cliffy b doesn't curb stomp people because i i think that happens <laughs> he obviously does his nickname is dude huge well that's because of his giant head <laughs> nice like literally it's like, because he has an enormous zelda the Legend of Zelda was created because um, um, Miyamoto liked exploring caves when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. He found a cave when he was really young. Yeah. Yes, he, he liked that, exploring. Yeah. So that's what Legend he of Zelda He also liked from. old people right. giving him swords. <laughs> and apparently gardening with little weird trolls. But that, I mean, that follows exactly like what, what I'm talking about. Is that yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No. Exactly. Exactly. Nice. I feel like we're all starting to hate each other in this conversation. Like we're like we making little jabs at each other. Dramatically, politically, ecumenically. I think we can all move right. On. I think it's. I think that means it's time for Nick's game. I think so. Okay, so this week we're going to play a game that we haven't played since the beginning of the year. We're going to play over under. So last time we played, we basically covered the first three months or so of the year, and. Uh, the last game that we reviewed on that was Crisis 2, which just came out and was reviewed. So I felt like it was time to do it for the next three months. I mean, the, the, the last actual game was Fear 3, but it didn't. It was pushed back, so it doesn't count. So we'll just go with Crisis 2. So I want to start it off with uh, the last game and the scores and, and how everyone did now that we've seen what happened. So uh, the first game was Dead Space 2. I said over under 90, okay? And the actual score was 90. <laughs> oh. So, 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 wins. so I, and Eddie pushed, so he won. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I win with a push. Rage oh, made wins. fun of me for pushing. And then, uh, the list. Or and then, the furthest, I guess. Well, here's the deal, though. Uh, and this is what I was going to say earlier, because on, on the... On the PS3, it's an 89, but on the 360, it's a 90, which d doesn't make any damn sense. But so on the on the PS3, if you're going to go under, if you're going to go with that score, then actually Mitch would win because yeah, he, no, said, he said under 86. Yeah, but I, I feel, feel like you got to go with a push if someone gets it. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, I feel like too. Okay, so then uh, Killzone <laughs> 3 was the next game. I said that it uh, I said over under 85, and it was an 84. Uh, so it was really close on that one too. And Jeff actually won that because he went. He was the only one that went under. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So you could have said one. <laughs> yeah, he, said yes. he said eighty-three though. And he's are you accusing me of phoning it in? <laughs> one dollar. Uh, and then the next one is the one that I, the only one I, I really whiffed on was Dragon Age Two. What did you say? Um, I said uh, over under of eighty-eight. And it was 82, I think. Ouch. Oh, dang, it was that low? Huh. Hold on. Let me just check real quick. Real quick. Let me just check to make sure I'm right on this. Um, I mean, that's not low, but you know what I mean? 
this is video games. That's horrible. Oh, no, I'm actually saying, yeah. oh, no, sorry. I'm actually seeing 79 here. Yeah, Dang, that's what I'm really? seeing. Yeah, yeah, sorry. That's pretty so, so I really, really whiffed on that one. That was the only one I really whiffed on, obviously. I need to go look at some reviews of it now that I'm, because I avoided fully reading reviews. I just kind of scanned a couple of them. Now I want to go back and like fully read them now that yeah. I finished it. And then, so the only one who went under was Anthony. And he even went too high. He said 84. So, um, and then the I last had a great game, faith in the boy. <laughs> the last <laughs> game was uh, Crisis Two. I said over under 87, and it scored an 87. Okay, Nick can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else pick the numbers. And uh, and nobody pushed, so nobody won. Sorry, guys. So Nick won. So I won. Um. I actually, can I just be honest? I'm actually like really like surprised and kind of amazed that I was that close on. No, all no, of you want to toot your own horn and. Good for you. A little bit. I felt, I mean, like, I, that's kind of I weird, right? That I was that close. I don't know. That is really impressive. Yeah. So everybody awesome. took one. Um, well, Mitch took one on PS3. Uh, push now. So everybody, <laughs> everyone's just push, push, push. push. <laughs> yep. Don't push. Whatever you say, Nick. So the uh, so the next few games we're gonna do are for April, May, and June. So we're gonna do five games again since we did five last time, and I just p- kind of picked the five that I felt like we could talk about in in, in a fun way. You know what I mean? Maybe not because we're not, doing five. We should probably move through them pretty quickly. Yeah, 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 we'll do. And I mean, really, it's just kind of like eight. It's going to be like, what do you? This is what it is. Over under, and then we'll just discuss it a little bit. But yeah, you know. pick the like the the ooh, the most surprising. Well, one. right, like and and normally we like classify what we think our over under will be. I don't think we're going to do that. We're going to throw that out. Just say over under, and then kind of why you feel that way. Um, so we're going to start in April. Uh, and the first game, I really just picked this because uh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, uh, the first one is Jurassic Park, the game. Oh, um, so it comes out in April and I checked and uh, Telltale is doing this one just like they did Back to the Future and Back to the Future got a 77 uh, overall. So I felt like this is one game more, so maybe they've learned a bit, and maybe it's a little bit better. So I'm going to bump it up a tad, and I'm going to say Jurassic Park over under 80. And I'm going to start with Eddie. Under. Mitch. Do we need to say our score right now, or just over or under? Just just, just go. Okay. Under. Jeff. Under. Anthony. Let the man step to the plate. Over. I was like, do it. Do it. Someone do it. <laughs> Anthony, how over are you thinking? Uh, 82. <laughs> okay, so not too far. Okay. Not, not too far, but I think just because it's Jurassic Park and, you know, like, there's not the whole, you know, changing up the, the lo- beloved Back to the Future that may have irritated some reviewers or something like that. Uh, I think that Jurassic Park will do a little bit better. Okay, they have See, a little bit more play. Okay, Eddie, the, go. The trailer I've seen for Jurassic Park was like severely underwhelming. Like when I saw the Back to the Future trailer, I was like, "Oh, this looks neat." It's, it, it reminded me of kind of the Ghostbusters game. Like, "Oh, it's going to be a cool continuation." The the Jurassic Park thing it just seemed really underwhelming when I watched the trailer for it. So, so yeah, I don't know. I just I imagine it'll be around the same or maybe slightly under. Okay, so okay. that was just my impression of the trailer, though. I could be totally wrong. <laughs> you will Mitch be, Jeff. 
<laughs> oh, you will be. You will be. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. You will be. Jesus. Are we? Are we done? <gasps> <laughs> I felt like somebody needed to throw that in. That's gonna be a new podcast. Like people are gonna be like, "Oh, don't, don't you go stop doing the Zod noise of Superman too?" It's the worst. You should advice. just use that as your transition from now on, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Mitch, go. Okay, I'm laughing too hard to answer. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Eddie because we talked about the Jurassic Park trailer and we both agreed it was kind of kind of boring. And the reaction I've seen to Back to the Future has been kind of lackluster. Like, I like Telltale games. I think they're doing, like, you know, genres that nobody does anymore, which is like the adventure game. But just their games seem to get reviewed, I want, well, not mediocre, but above average, which is like, you know, kind of what we guessed it would be, so... Just just based on their track record, I'm going to say that it's going to go under. I want to say 75. I want to say 77. Okay. Oh, so okay. So we'll you see. pushed. Well, oh, wait, no, I guess said 80. No, 80. Right? Okay, sorry. <coughs> 80 so, would be pushing. So wait, yeah. Eddie, you said 75. And Mitch, 75. said 77. Yeah, we can. It's, this is fine. It's fine. We can do this. As long as it's quick, we can do this. Jeff, what what's up? Tell me. Um, I think people have too high expectations because they're big famous properties and I think it's harder for people to review episodic games so like you'll, they'll write a review of the first episode and there's four more episodes that does that like if you just reviewed the demo of Dragon Age 2 what would you have given the game you know yeah. uh, I, I don't know like <laughs> I mean I know they're, they're meant to be I know they're meant to be episodic but I know they're meant to be episodic and, and they're designed that way, but I have to wonder what people would think if they only reviewed the entire series. You know. So what is is Jurassic Park going to be episodic too? Oh yeah, no, yes. it's, that's what yeah. Telltale does, man. Okay. So, so what's your what's your number? Give me your number. I'm going to say I'm going to say it's probably going to get about the same as Back to the Future. Maybe like, let, well, I'll say 78 because Mitch said 77. Okay, I like this. This is good. Nick, stuff. what do you got? Well, mine was over under 80. Yeah, whatever Nick's thing is, that's well. What yeah, I, mean, I feel like I'm since I'm oh, in Vegas, I'm that's saying that's the line. <laughs> He's if I had to lean stuff. away, if I had to lean away, I would lean under. Um, and I haven't, I haven't seen the trailer. You guys, like, I saw a teaser. I didn't realize is there like an actual gameplay trailer? Like trailer. Yeah. Well, yeah. No. I saw something that said like Jurassic Park, something, something. No, there's a, there's like a couple minute trailer. Yeah, it's like in-game stuff. Like I was excited and ready to post it because I was up when it came out, and then I was like, "Oh, forget that." (laughs) Well, uh, the thing—the thing I'm holding out hope for is maybe the gameplay is really fun, Um, like secret fun gameplay, and we just don't know about it yet. I don't know. It's supposed to be like heavy rain, is something they've been saying. (laughs) The other thing is, I actually haven't even finished the Back to the Future games. Like I I I have the demo, I haven't even played it. Yeah, I have it for free, and I haven't. Yeah. I've played I've played a bit of it, um, but I haven't even finished the first episode. Wait, is Muldoon in it? I hope Muldoon. so. If I he's in so. it, it's an instant B. Clever girl like, S. Right, clever girl. <laughs> yeah, the clever girls in the On Chuck last, uh, I think the week or two ago, they did a reference to that. Like someone sneaks up behind him and he just goes, "Clever girl," and I, I laughed really hard. And the people I was watching it with had no idea why. What? That's actually also from Silence of the Lambs. Defriend them. Um, it was my fiance. Ooh, friend. <laughs> <Deep friend. laughs> She's dead to me now. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next game here. Yes. Uh, next the game. Next, the next April game is going to be... It's a big one. 
it's Barbie's Horse Adventures. It's Portal, Portal 2. Oh, that Portal was my 2. second guess. Portal 2, guys. Okay, so here's the deal. Checking it out. Portal got a 90 overall. Um, That's it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Listen, there was a Portal 2 billboard over on 610 here in Houston, Nick. Did you know that? Houston. No, I didn't know that. That's really surprising. Anyway, keep going. That is surprising. So here's the deal. Um, set this up a little bit. Now, this is just one guy on a forum, on like a Steam forum. So who knows? But he went and actually visited Valve, and he played Portal 2, supposedly. Mm. Uh, and he said, Game of the Year 11, hands down, no questions. Mm-hmm. Um, Game Newell also said that it's his favorite game they've ever made. Yeah, so here's the deal. I... The score I went with, I wanted to go higher, but I felt like if I went any higher, everyone would go under. Um, so I felt like I went for kind of a happy medium, but maybe, I don't know, we'll see. So Portal 2, we're going to start with Mitch on this one. Portal 2, over, under, 94. Oh, that's rough. I thought you were going to say 92. Damn. Mm, I'm going to go over. Whoa. What? Yeah. Jeff. Over. What? Anthony. Push. Damn it. Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie, $1. (laughs) I I wanted to push. Because, look, 95 is like the threshold on Metacritic. Say 93. 94, 95 is like the threshold. So you're saying that it's going to get the threshold. So I wanted to push. I'll just say 93. I'll I'll go 93. So under. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, for reference, Mass Effect 2 on the PlayStation 3 is the highest-reviewed game of the year, and it's 94. So. Yeah. So, so you're asking a lot. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like 90, but I don't know. I don't, threshold. I don't know if I'm asking a lot from Valve. Because there's always going to be that destructoid well, that gives it like a, a 4 <laughs> out of 11. I'm you riding this, this Nick train. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Over, over, under, push. Uh... I guess, Eddie, do you want to start it off since you're the only one who hates the game? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you hate Valve and everything they do? Under 93. I, I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I, I think it's going to be a good bit better than the first game. But like I said, there's always going to be some destructoid reviewer or someone like that that just gives it like a 4 out of 11. <laughs> you know, I love that you're not even faulting the game. You're faulting the industry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone's going to review it, you know. Well, the, the way video game media has been going lately, come on. <laughs> But but no, I, I think I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I think it'll probably be better than the first Portal. Um, you know, I just I I just don't trust what reviews are going to say. But yeah, so I I would have pushed along with Anthony, but Anthony beat me to it. I blame Nick for not choosing me first, like he always should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Anthony, Anthony, you pushed. Why do yes. you love my choices? Because um, you were obviously <laughs> right last time, and I told you. <laughs> Uh, no, just because um, when you were before you announced what you know your uh, score for over under would be, I was thinking you were going to say ninety two, and then I was going to say over because I was thinking ninety four. And so when you said ninety four, I'm like, well, I'm going to jump on that train. So okay. I just I think that it'll be reviewed better because there's a lot of um, uh, it's sort of like a critical darling. So I think they will um, like. A lot of times, like the press, like when they preview something and they're really excited about it, they want to validate that earlier excitement with a good yeah. review. So I think there'll be some of that, along with it being a good game. 
but it won't be too high. It won't be crazy. So, because I'm afraid it'll get like that, an it'll get like a nine point eight on IGN. Yeah, I was <laughs> no, actually no, I was no. actually in my head thinking of the IGN review, and I see a nine point seven. That's what I see on the page. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we should start predicting portals, IGN reviews along with this. It'll either, it's either like a nine or like a seven point five or like an eight, po- like nine point eight. <laughs> right? Yeah. They did, they did give Medal of Honor a six. That was way out of left field from them. Yeah. Nope. I, yeah. I actually want to say we did. <laughs> Mitch is like, nope, no, not really. You know, on our first over under, I want to say that we talked about it, and all of us thought it was going to be much higher than that. Well, for um, as much as people were covering it, they acted like it was going to be like the big Call of Duty killer, and then I was like, really? Anyway, uh, Mitch and Jeff, both y'all uh, kind of did a thing. What do you What are you thinking here? Who wants to go first? I think it's going to get a hundred and ten. Jeff, Jesus. So Jeff, Jeff, Jeff is, me. Jeff is <laughs> breaking the system. <laughs> you can't have two me's, Jeff. <laughs> There's only one too many. Oh, Jeff just took a hit of Eddie Rebus and his brain melted. <laughs> what? That's a Charlie Sheen thing. Okay, keep <laughs> going, Jeff. Sheen joke. No, I th- yeah, I, I feel like it's. I, I <clears throat> hopefully I'm not overhyping it, but yeah, I think it's going to get really reviewed well. I, I I also think all of us will end up liking it a lot because of all the co-op stuff, which I've read. You actually cannot play with an AI bot. You have to play it with uh, another person. So I know. I actually kind of like that because I it's I think it's kind of bullshit. I think if you're gonna do co-op, do it for real or go. Yeah, because the co-op is separate from the regular single player, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I, I so I that's fine. Gonna, I have a feeling that's gonna crystallize it for a lot of people. Like the co, you know, I love co-op. I think it's. I'm gonna deal. play with all my friends. Right. Um. Like I mean, that's the thing. Is like, yeah, Gears <laughs> Two is fun, and Gears is fun, and Resident Evil Five is fun. But oh, you know I what? There. You like Resident Evil Five? Right. Yeah, but you know what? All of them are better with actual people, uh-huh. by far better. Well, so, yeah. just just reading Shut the fact up. that it's it's not going to be like <laughs> <laughs> it's it, like they said it. that it's designed so that you have to be thoughtful and communicate with each other, and you're not going to be like running through crazy, you know, shooting portals at things. <laughs> um, Dude, if they if they could pull off if they could pull off the same. Uh, co-op feel of like uh, Guardian of Light, dude. Fucking, oh, okay. I'm on board. Sign me up. Yes. Okay. Next game. Okay. Uh, well, Mitch, did you want to say anything? Little nope. ninety-seven. It's nothing. Ninety-seven. Okay. You're crazy, yeah. Jeff. What did yeah. you say? <laughs> crazy I, like I, a I basically, I basically said ninety-seven. You know, that that's the reasonable number that I'll go with. Reasonable. reasonable. 97 is. <laughs> I Eddie and I both had like a incredulous yes. reaction yeah. to my. I think score. 97 is actually the highest a game has ever been rated in the history of video games. That's but, like um, no, no, Jeff, no, Jeff, Jeff's, Jeff's number was 110, and we should hold him to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this uh, this next one we're gonna go with. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, who knows if it actually will ever be released? Um, we'll laugh if Jeff go is right and it gets 110. <laughs> It'll manage to. We're going to go with uh, May here. We're moving on to May. And the game is Duke Nukem Forever. Delayed to June. Delayed to June. Right. Well, June is still still in this this quad master or whatever the hell we're doing. Um, So you could do it now or you could do it the next game. But we're just going to do it now. So we're going to start with Jeff. 
Okay, so here's the deal. Duke Nukem, I actually looked it up, and Duke Nukem got an 89 back in 1996. Standard, standards um, were lower then. The, here's uh, the deal. Did you you might you might be getting to this? Did you go look at Borderlands because that was their last game? I didn't look at Borderlands, but I was going to talk about a few other things, and then I was going to then I'll get to it. Okay, so okay. Uh, Duke Nukem 3D, the re-release on Xbox Live Arcade, which is the same game. Like it doesn't. I don't think it matters really who does it. Like it's the same game, but it's viewed with now eyes mm. because it was done in uh, 08, got an 80. So and that's and I feel like that's even kind of with a looking back at it fondly kind of feel. And then Borderlands got eighty three on PS three. And Yeah, I see like eighty four, eighty four. Eighty four on three sixteen. Eighty four, right, right. So um so here's the deal. I I took all that into account. I was like, so it got it's like eighties, it feels kinda eighties. Uh, high 80s, middle 80s, whatever. But I feel like there's going to be some letdown. There has to be like a little bit of letdown, like unless oh, yeah. it's the greatest game of all time. So I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm going under. I'm kind of undercutting a bit. I'm saying Duke Nukem Forever, Jeff, over under 78. Oh, dang. Wow. Hmm. Nick, you're very good at these because, yeah, I thought you were going to make it easy. Them, yeah, yeah I, thought every, I, thought, I thought you were going to name something middle 80s and then all of us were going to go under. <laughs> you did Next very good. Best. I want to push. I want to push on that one. Ooh. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony. Um, so it's 78. 78, sir. I will say over. Okay. Mm. Anthony. I mean, uh, Eddie, sorry. Over. <laughs> I'm going to say under. I'm thinking like 70. I was 78. Was kind of, I would say 77. Okay, Mitch. Under. Yeah. Fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I I freaking hate Duke Nukem Forever. I just hate I hate all Duke Nukem games. I play Duke Nukem games. I hate Duke Nukem games. But what do like, you think it's gonna get reviewed? How do you think it's gonna get reviewed? Oh God. Um Yeah, see I'm with you, but I think people uh, yeah, yeah. like it. Yeah, I know. I'm still gonna go I'm still gonna go under. Okay. Not like, you, how not how super, under are you thinking? Like se- like seventy five. Okay. Cool. All right. So Mitch has said his piece. Um, so uh, let's actually let's hear what Anthony has to say since he went over. Um, I've been reading some of the previews, um, and the previews seem like people are are really digging the juvenile humor, and it's one of those games where there's like lots of different things to. Do that don't have anything to do with the main shooting, you know, aspect like like lol, like, you can pee. <laughs> yeah, like you can pee. Or, you can, like, you can play, watch a like, dildo a, hop around yeah, on the desk. Yeah, exactly. You can do little stuff like that. They had the big preview event at a strip club in Las Vegas and called it Duke Nukem's Titty City. So all these like video game journalists got to go to a strip club. <laughs> so I think that the Standard. power of the the power of the boobs will make them go. Oh, I'm gonna give it at least an 82 or some shit like that. So. <laughs> So again, it's not about the quality of the game; it's the uh, low quality of the reviewers. <laughs> so you're thinking 82. By the way, 82. actually, because some people like those. T- I mean, look, fucking Bulletstorm. Actually, okay, that's what I was about to bring up. I, I didn't, I didn't look up. Bulletstorm did get an 84. So I yeah, so that's that where I'm basing it off of, like Bulletstorm. And some people actually liked Duke Nukem back in the day. Uh, I think you had to be like 12 to do it, but some people did. 
So I, I think based on all those factors, there you go. See, that's my thing. Scores with Duke Nukem are either going to go like people are just kind of lavish praise on it because, oh, Duke Nukem's finally here and we loved Duke Nukem back in the day. Or there's going to be a lot of backlash like, oh, MG, that sucked. It took 10 years for that. You know, so I feel like it could really go one or two ways. It's a that, gift and a fun. curse. Yeah, exactly. So it could, the reviews are going to swing one of those two directions. I'm going to lean towards under just that it was like, oh, wow, it's 10 years and that's all we got. Okay, whatever. So that's why that's why I went with what I did. Yeah, I mean, right. is it going to be Chinese democracy? <laughs> too human, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, the reason so, I don't think it's going to be too human is just because it's already an established franchise that some yeah. people love. So, uh, also, I do want to point out that when people played it at PAX, wasn't it PAX? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They did really like it. So, yeah, however, I mean, the masses, Mitch did really like Force Image Two. That's true. And Medal of Honor. Yeah, I love both those. We never reviewed Medal of Honor, though. There's something about playing at... Because I'll get like... There's something about playing something at a show like that that changes the way you perceive it, you know? So, Jeff, push 78, you're thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, I think it's pretty fair. Um, I think think the the weight of it is going to be disappointment. So it'll, it'll, it'll end up balancing out around there. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. So, um... Next game, we're going to go. We're still in May here. The next game we're going to go with is L.A. Noir. Oh, man. So this is hard. <laughs> this is going to be hard. Because I feel like... We don't know what the hell it is. We don't know what the hell it is. but like, And it's not actually a Rockstar game, as Mitch told us a few weeks ago. Yeah. They're just publishing it. So who knows... If it's going to, because like if you just say, okay, well, if it's a Rockstar game, on average, Rockstar games get yeah. about 98s. So you could say <laughs> whether or not they should. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. right. Like Red Dead got a 95. We talk about GTA 4 is the best game ever made. And GTA. It's perfect. It got a 10. And GTA 4 <laughs> got a whatever. I don't know why that tickled me so it. much. Because people are stupid. They think a 10 means it's a perfect game. So, anyways, we're off on a tangent here. Right, sorry, sorry. So, uh, so L.A. Noir. So, I didn't really know where to place it. So, I took the IGN route. And I said, L.A. Noir over <laughs> under 90. <laughs> and we're going to start with Anthony. I over actually under- also feel like 90 is a decent store score. I feel, I feel like that's kind of where I actually felt it. I just made the IGN joke on the side. Okay, Anthony, 90. Over 90. under. Over. Okay. Mm-hmm. Eddie? <sighs> I know what I want to do. You're going to push? I want to push. Okay. <laughs> he didn't. He hasn't gotten to push all games. So you know what I want to do. Mitch, <laughs> you know push. what awaits there push. in shadow and flame. Sorry. I was doing a Jurassic Park there. Push. Yeah, no, I, I heard it. I heard it. I was over. doing Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes, I'm you trying to play the game, and I'm saying over. Okay, sorry. Sorry, uh, no, don't apologize. Wow, it's for got angry guys. Jeez, Mitch, come on. I love Look you. Aggro, like dude. Mitch, you guys are like references. References. Whoa, Mitch, aggro. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> everyone, calm down. Mitch, I want to hear calm. what Jeff has to say. Mitch's anger level over under <laughs> nine thousand. <000. laughs> <laughs> nice to fold in a reference. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Over. That was good, Eddie. Uh, Jeff. So I've actually managed to avoid 
seeing much about this game. I don't even know what to say. Oh my god, it looks amazing. It looks yeah, really it good. It, it does right, look cool. I'll it over. Over, okay. Peer pressure. The game uh, sorry, sorry. I, I feel like we just... Like, it looks like Heavy Rain meets, like, Rockstar games. But yeah. 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 Like, Heavy Rain... Okay, it's like Heavy Rain meets... Uh, like Grand Theft Auto slash Red Dead Redemption meets L.A. Confidential. Yes. Because it's in Hollywood. like in, <laughs> yeah. And it, it feels like L.A. Confidential. Did, like they, do, did they do like Black Dahlia murder? I believe that yeah. the Black Dahlia killer comes or the murder comes into it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's, you know, right. <laughs> they can't. Like, solve dude, the it looks so interesting. Jeff, yeah. the, like the facial expressions are incredible. And that actually plays a part in the game. Like. Looking people are lying at this to see if people are lying, so they have to be amazing and they look amazing. Nice. Um, okay, Sorry, so Joe, did you say over or under? I said, he said over. He said over. Okay, he said over. okay so uh, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie pushed, so we're gonna start with Eddie. Why do you agree that I'm the smartest? <laughs> it's hard because I almost went over. I wanted to say like 91 or 92, but I think that because it's a new franchise, you'll probably see some people saying, oh, it kind of missed the mark. It kind of did whatever. I, it looks like it's going to be a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I still feel like a fantastic game will land at 90. I mean, Portal did. So right. I think that's probably where you'll, where you'll see it. Because there'll probably be some people that just don't get it or don't feel it. So... Okay, so um, and then Mitch, Jeff, and Anthony all went over. Um, Mitch, what do you think? I'm probably thinking like a 92, not too far over, but I think 92 is going to yep. be a, the score that's going to get. So, yep. and you're really looking forward to it. Oh, oh yeah, I'm I'm totally looking forward to it. I think I'm the guy who's been posting all the trailers on the site, so it's definitely like my most anticipated game after Portal Two. It's on your radar, definitely. Let's oh, yeah, verify sure. that. <laughs> okay, let's move <laughs> on. Such Jeff. A jerk. Wait, so, what, Mitch? What did you say? What number? He did ninety-two. 92. Anthony 92. did one. Mm-hmm. Anthony did the first one. Um, I I kind of want to say ninety-two as well, but uh, okay. best I friends. Guess, uh, yeah. It's fine. Y'all can tie. It's fine. If okay. Works. Okay. Um, and and uh, and then what do you? I mean, so you don't really know a lot about it, but I no, I don't really know a lot about it. But you? what everything you guys are telling me sounds good. So. <laughs> I mean, I really well. think, wow, we're good. Well, no, I really think, like, to be perfectly honest, like, I think out of all of us, I think it's a feels like a Jeff game. Mm. Yeah, I, I feel I like it's a game that. that you would really like. Yeah. So, what, what makes you say it's a Jeff game? I'm curious. I don't I even know. Setting? I think well, it's def- setting. Def- define Jeff game, maybe. <laughs> uh, it's a, a movie ish. Hmm. Cinematic. Cinematic, but immersive. But, this is why I'm good at filling the blank. Immersive, right? Yeah, that's good. I don't mean, know. I just feel like the setting. Unbelievable. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the Yay! setting, the setting of it, and like that it's going to be more of kind of this almost detective mystery opposed mm-hmm. to just like shooting people in the streets. Like, yeah, I feel I'm like actually, that's more Jeff's alley. So it's it's more maybe on the the adventure game style cross. Oh yeah, it's not an action. I mean, there will be some action, but it's not an action game. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually like really big into – I've been reading a lot more mystery novels and crime thr- thrillers in the past couple of years. So, Yeah, oh, one yeah. of the things I read is they took some like historical murders that were like unsolved and sort of gave them their own – like maybe changed the names and stuff like that. But then gave them their own like endings like, oh, here's what maybe we think happened. You know, that, yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. 
I actually think that maybe it'll be a good thing for me to stay kind of um, in the dark. away from stuff. Yeah, in the dark yeah. and just pick it up when it comes out. Because I've I've only watched I watched the very first thing and then I watched the newest thing that was that showed some of the interrogation stuff and I was like, okay, I'm not going to watch anything else because this looks. I don't want to. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, I want to spoil anything else after I saw how cool the interrogation stuff looks. I actually haven't even seen the interrogation stuff, and I'm, I'm, I oh. think I'm actually done. I think I'm. Yeah, I'm, Nick, I'm with you. I've I've only seen like the first like trailer, and then I read the Game Informer preview, and I don't want to see any more. Yeah, yeah. I have it pre-ordered already, so I'm very oh, excited. Really? Awesome, awesome, awesome! Oh, wow. The only thing I've pre-ordered is Uncharted Three. I mean, I'm taking Dragon Age back tomorrow, and I'm gonna put the rest of it. Yeah, to it I've been March, thinking about so. that after beating it twice. I think I'm kind of done. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just don't even want to replay it, which to me, I don't know. Okay, so anyways, huge endorsement um, for Bioware games. I say 91 for LA Noir. Okay. And then uh you, I mean you've kind of said a little bit about it but do you have anything yeah, yeah. else to add? Oh, just that I think um I think people will really like it. I think it'll be a good game, but I don't think they'll rate it too much higher over like 90 or 91, so. Okay. Just my general sense. Cool, cool, cool. So, um my my biters. Last last one here. Now, I actually think sense. only Biter. Jeff I mean, only Mitch and Anthony played the first one, so Eddie and Jeff will maybe be a little bit more in the dark, and me kind of in my rating. But you know, I looked up what the first one did, and ah, I know what this is. Feel yeah. So the last game is going to be Infamous Two. Infamous. So I looked, I looked it up, and Infamous One got an eighty-five. Infamous. And Infamous 2 is getting a lot of Sorry, press. Sorry, that sounds like unbelievable. <laughs> no, it's not like enchantments. Infamous. Okay, so <laughs> two. So uh, it, it's getting a lot of press. It feels like it's kind of uh, going to be looked on more as kind of a triple A title than the first one was. That kind of like took it feels like it's getting that press. Uncharted Two kind of jump. It's kind of kind of yeah yeah. But uh, at the same time, I feel like people are. are are gonna rate it a little bit better, but not like go crazy with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said Infamous Two, and we're gonna start with uh, Mitch on this one. Infamous or no Eddie? Sorry, sorry. Eddie. Yay, I win. I'll start with I Infamous. Didn't say, I didn't say anything because I wanted to go first. <laughs> Infamous Two over under eighty eight. Oh dang it! That was the number I had in my head. Seriously. <laughs> Well then, push. I can't push two. I don't want to push two. That's a that's okay. a that's a chump okay. move. It's okay. a chach move. Um, it's bush yeah, it's total bush league. It's push league. Push league. Wow. Get in here. Sorry. Um, I'll go over to eighty nine. Okay. Okay. Mitch. Dick. Uh, gonna go over. <laughs> How far? Um, ninety. Jeff. <laughs> I know even less about this one, but it doesn't sound like something I'd want to play, so I don't even know what to say. Um, wow, way to prejudge something you don't know anything about. No, I'm playing. <laughs> that's what we're doing here is prejudging. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the game, man. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to change it from over under to prejudgment. <laughs> Prejudicial. Uh, um. Uh, Balls to the wall. Say sixty-five. <laughs> All right, I'll go with that. <laughs> under <Yeah>. sixty-five. <laughs> under sixty-five. <laughs> the, what, what sucks is if it gets an eighty-seven, he still wins. Anthony, go. Oh, so Jeff scores right so far, rules. but one hundred and ten sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said eighty-eight. 
88, brother. All right, and they said 89 and 90 and 65. Mm-hmm. What a way to blow the curve there. We got an outlier. <laughs> um, I will say over. Okay. And I will say, oh, what the fuck, 91. 91 two times in a row. Okay. Let's 111. So um, I would go to Jeff first, but I know he does not know a lot about it, and that's why he went with a ridiculous score. Eleven to one. So let's go. So Mitch and Anthony actually played the first one. So let's yes. start off with Mitch over ninety. I think I was a bit low. Why is that? Uh, well, the first one. I think the first one kind of took people by surprise. It was definitely a, a rough game. There were some things that needed to be improved, but it looks like they're addressing all the concerns with the second one. So I'm, I'm just hoping that it's going to make that kind of jump because I would really like this series to become more successful because I think it's got, I think it's a little something new in the video game industry. So I just, I just am a big fan of the series. Okay, Anthony. Yes, I um I when I first started playing it, it was one of those I got from GameFly, and I didn't think I was going to finish it. And lo and behold, I looked up one day and I was done with the game. Um, so I really like it a lot too. Um, so you're saying it's too short? I'm kidding. <laughs> we really want to go back into the short jokes, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh, no, I really, I really liked it. Um, I, um, I think they're improving a lot of things. Um. And when I said, like, I think it's getting that Uncharted 2 jump, I don't mean, like, it'll actually be that good, but the press is sort of treating it more, they're looking at it more than they did the first one, because the first one was, you know, at the same time as Prototype and all that, and we didn't know what was going to be good and what wasn't. Um, And also that thing with the user-created levels, that sounds kind of cool. So it sounds like they're really adding a lot to it. So based on that, I'm just like, eh, let's take a chance. I don't really know, but I don't want to pick the same number as someone else, so I'm going with 91. Okay, cool. And then uh, Eddie? I know you never played the first one, but I never played it. Maybe I just assume this one will be better. Yeah, okay. I'm interested in it. I'm still not like super interested just because there are so many games out, and I feel like I've got to be picky. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and to be one fair, of- around that time, there's actually not a lot that comes out. Yeah, from that's true. June so, to September or August. Well, and to also be fair, like when I say I need to be picky, it's more about like not the quality of how a game looks so much as like here are other games I've played that I want to play. <laughs> You know, um, yeah. since there's so many sequels, but but yeah, I mean, it it it'll probably. I'm guessing that I'll end up having enough credit to I'll end up getting it at least to check it out. But um, I think it'll probably end up being a little bit better uh, for everything about it. Makes it look pretty cool. So I just what with 89. It's really weird. I f- I almost feel like it's going to be one of those series that I totally like always pass up. And then it's like the very end of the generation. Maybe I just pick it up randomly. And then I'm like, holy crap, this is amazing. Why did you go play like all of them or something? Why didn't I pick this up earlier? Like, I don't know. I almost feel like it's one of those type of series. But yeah. Um, So, Jeff, you don't know a lot about it. but Yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of feel the same way as you. Is like, you know, I never played the first one. I wouldn't rule rule out ever playing it. But I've heard great stuff about it, though. That's the thing. But okay, Jeff, sorry. Well, I mean, in general, I I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about sandbox games. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like it, it doesn't really. Uh, I'm ignoring whatever's going on in chat. Uh, That's a wise decision. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they don't really draw me in that much. Like I, I kind of like to be a little bit directed. I mean, I say that even though I played the hell out of Oblivion, but I think that's actually one of the failings of Oblivion that, like, my brother always pointed this out. So the world is coming to the en- to an end, 
there's an apocalypse, but you can fuck around in caves for as long as you want, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, goddamn well better. Um, I would. I, I actually prefer games where there's like actually a time limit, and there's like okay, there's some urgency and some tension to it, and you know, it's in theory it sounds great to be able to do everything, but in practice, I think you know, less is more. So, okay. I, I I'm willing to check them out, but I'm not. You know, I'm just not that interested. Okay. Um. Well, there you go. Uh, that's going to be the end of the game. And the end of the podcast. And the end of the podcast. <laughs> Good deal. Well, if you want to check us out on Twitter, we're twitter.com slash gamersushi. Please be sure to rate and review the podcast because it's awesome and you're awesome. And we're not so awesome, but I think the podcast is awesome. So if you want to follow me on Twitter, on twitter.com slash Eddie Rivas. Twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. Um, twitter.com slash unsquare. Twitter.com slash MI7CH. Twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. And also I wanted to, uh, just a quick thing, uh, I started a channel on Battle.net for Gamer Sushi. So uh, if you play StarCraft 2 oh, or, or WoW and you want to um, <clears throat> hang out with some of us that play those games. And by some of us, he means Mitch. It's Mitch, yeah, yeah basically. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, but Nick. I mean, it, yeah, it's just me and Mitch. But I mean, like, the, if the fans are there, it'd be cool. It's just a place to kind of hang out and whatever while you're playing WoW or playing StarCraft or whatever, just to, you know, like chat, do whatever. So and Nick just, is basically always on StarCraft. <laughs> right, right. So, so just join, right the, uh, join the uh, the Gamer Sushi channel on, uh, on Battle.net. And yeah, awesome. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. Yay, we Yay. did the podcast. Oh, no. I'll make him infamous. <laughs> so, so, that's um, what it is. By the way, I think that was actually a really good podcast. Yeah, oh, I think so too. Yeah.